We are I. The same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. It's not what you're made out of. It's the the circumstances around you. Or is it the opposite? It is what you're made out of, and it's not the circumstances around you. So I can argue both sides of this narrative, but you you can't help stop but wonder that in the exact same circumstances cripple some people and then allow other people to excel. You know, and when you are faced with any one of these situations, like how do you, how do you treat it? Because we do clearly understand that, you know, any one set of circumstances and the the more extreme these circumstances are, the more people's character starts to really shine. But then I also wonder, who gets to ultimately judge character and why? So we do know that we give leeway to people who've been through more extreme circumstances. And I'll use a a horrific example of this. You know, some, some adult that was molested as a child who's, you know, acting up in profound ways you know, whether or not they're ending up through the court system or destroying their own family or, you know, friendships around them or professional relationships. But if they're open about what caused that and why they're acting that way, they would get a lot of leeway. You know, we accept that. You know, but somebody who has been on the other side, um, let's say, super sexually suppressed, you know, and then they go out, they get into, you know, even a relationship, for example. They're in a relationship, actually, let's kind of frame it like this. Sexually suppressed in a relationship, great person, great person in a relationship, sexually suppressed, and they go out and they find, you know, like that sexual comfort somewhere else. Well, if you if that person was open, you know, would that be okay? If they're saying like, hey, this is the reason why, like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Or let's take another example, gun ownership. People who own guns just because they love guns. They love go to the shooting range. They love target practice. They love time trials. They love all of these things. I've never shot a gun outside of a shooting range, possesses all the necessary qualifications and certifications to be able to do so but has hundreds of guns makes their own shells has a dedicated library in their home to their arsenal you know very extremely extremely responsible what's exactly in your face as well who gets to judge who gets to judge that person's character you know, when I give these examples in your mind, I'm sure that, you know, the the adult that is acting out that's being, that was sexually molested when they were young or abused to the person who was 
sexually suppressed in a relationship, but a loving person and then promiscuous. The person who owned an, an extraordinary amount of firearms. You can paint the picture of all three of those people in your mind. All three of those people's circumstances are a little bit different, but their character would be challenged differently in each one of those situations. You know, you are going to be a little bit more lenient towards the person, you know, who is being abused as a child, no matter what their actions may be. The person in the middle, you know, like you may have a tickle of agreeance or not. You know, but there's just something about that that based on our societal standards seems taboo. So it's going to be a little bit more uncomfortable to be able to sift through those files. Then the gun ownership side is that it's very polarizing. There's no room typically in the middle for, you know, somebody who's that much of an enthusiast, no matter how respectful they are. So again, who gets to decide the definition of the character who gets to decide the definition of right and wrong in these circumstances. Because again, if our character is tested, given the circumstances in our life, and it leaves us open for judgment based on that, who gets to decide? You know, is it an individual's responsibility to be able to decide what is the test of their character what that actually means and how they can progress their life forward and live within their life. Because this, we do know that people do react to the same set of circumstances differently depending on what their character is, who they have become. Who they have become is the backbone of their their character. It's a part of who they are. Your character as a person is who you are. And again, how you react to situations is, by definition, the amalgamation of the, the circumstances in your life that has formed you here today and how you respond in good and bad and neutral situations. That is the reliance upon the circumstances you've gone through in your life. You know, people who haven't been through a lot to have their nerves tested, you know, in those situations. Like I often think, you know, I can stand up for myself. But man, if I remember when I was a teenager and, you know, getting in fights in high school and all that stuff, like when you knew when that crowd formed around you and this other guy and everybody's like standing on fences and climbing in trees, like the nerves, the uncomfortable feeling that would become, because you didn't want to lose. This other person didn't want to lose either. Like what was going to be the outcome of this? You know, whoever could control those nerves the most in that moment may or may not be the one who's successful, but it's, you know, the cards are stacked in their favor. That's the very trickle down of like what this extreme circumstance that I can relate to. But then I look at these fighters who were on TV, pay-per-view events, tens of thousands of people in the stands, walking down this aisle and just feeling that in that moment for the first time, how insane 
that must be. Then in contrast to the person who's been down that same platform 10 times, 15 times, how comfortable that becomes. Again, same set of circumstances. The character is slightly different. The who you are becomes slightly different. Now, the argument here is, the perspective of all this is, who's better? Who's a better actual person? Or are the people in this situation, or is the character or how people act in this situation the same? Should we treat it exactly the same? You know, like the person who is an asshole sometimes doesn't know how to be able to emotionally control themselves, whether they have been abused as a child or not. Should we just treat those two people the same? Should we treat the two people who have a loving, respectful relationship with a partner, whether that be male or female, male to male, female to female, any, any kind of relationship that you can think of, but they're loving and respectful to their partner, but one person is promiscuous and the other person is not, you know, based on whatever the reason may be because of that. Like, is that, should we treat those people the same? Because they're still loving and respectful. Like, what side of it do you want to focus on? The person who loves and adores gun ownership. And they respect this environment. They respect this environment. Holy, they've got all of the certifications. They've gone through all the courses versus the same person in the same circumstance who has none of the circum or the certifications, has none of like the or is not, say, air quotes, law-abiding, but does the same thing, has the same guns, same enthusiasm, same everything, but just said, you know, I'm responsible as to know that I can control this on my own. You know, so who gets to decide and when? Like, this is the complex question that goes in my mind, is like, who gets to decide who's ultimately deciding and why? Like, that's kind of where, where this all ends up. Because when it comes to the character of the person that you're made up with, unless if somebody's walked in your shoes, they don't get to decide. You get to decide. And the muddier your shoes are, the more that somebody with those same shoes but that are squeaky clean, it's no idea, no idea the path that you had to walk down to get those muddy shoes, to be able to have the contrast that you have Versus the maybe lack of contrast that this other person has with these squeaky clean shoes. Who knows? Again, this is the complexity of dealing with people and consciousness and having the ability to be able to think and decide. And who gets to judge him for what reason? Muddy shoes. Maybe that's a little bit more of a, a thought process is the muddy shoes finding somebody with the same muddy shoes to be able to have a conversation with. Because that's what I know is good or bad things about me personally. If I can find this a person with relatively the same muddy shoes, I can have a great conversation with them. Because the foundation of all that, of what I have found, the muddier the shoes, the less judgment on the good and the bad. So interesting. 
Some food for thought. So I'm going to name this podcast today, Muddy Shoes. But my question of the day is, what do your shoes look like?